Welcome to Buckworm. I'm your host, Charlotte Stewart, and I'm in 12th grade. On this show, we're going to talk to Brooklyning about reading. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back with Buckworm. Hey guys, it's October 2022, and most of our English teachers are bookworms, but one that sticks out to me is Miss Brooklyning. She teaches English 10, AP English 12, and creative writing. Miss Linning has has been a teacher for 17 years. She attended the University of Virginia and majored in English. Before teaching at CCDS, she entered teaching with Teach for America, a nonprofit created to give underprivileged kids a better education. Is there anything else you'd like me to add, or would you like to add? I just think it's funny that when I majored in English at UVA, I never wanted to be an English teacher. I thought, no, I'm going to do amazing things that have nothing to do with education. And, uh, of course, this is where I've found that I'm happiest. So there you go. So, Miss Lenning, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Have you always been a huge reader? The only answer is yes. What are some of your favorite books, genres, authors? And then you can compare that to what you like to read when you were younger versus now. Okay. Um, I think right. I definitely have changed throughout my life. Um, like right now I'm reading, I love Elizabeth Strout's works and they're, they're, well, they're mostly about a woman older than I am, but, um, they deal with a lot of the age, the issues that I'm dealing with as I get older. And before that I loved, um, like Russian novelists like Leo Tolstoy (laughs) and I think mostly I loved those books because they were great stories but also they they went on and on I hate when a book ends when you're really enjoying it and then it draws to a close even though it's satisfactory I can't stand when they end another book I really loved is Hanya Yanagihara's A Little Life which I would Mm, I would recommend after you, like, find a little bit out about it. It's a tough book, but it's a beautiful book. It's also, like, 800 pages long, so it fits the bill. And when I was a kid, I read a lot of biography. I don't know. I remember these, like, abridged biographies of famous inspirational people. I don't know. It's weird. And then, like, Nancy Drew. Hardy Boys. Yeah, I read it all. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm here with Greta Hines. What is your favorite genre of books? I really like reading dystopian novels. I think they're really interesting. And especially when the movie adaptations come out, I think it's fun to see the movies after you've read the books. And I also really like reading the classics because it's interesting to see the inspiration for um, different like romance books or things that we read today. Thank you. Hey guys, I'm here with Maggie McKay. What is your favorite genre of book and why? Um, I would probably say biographies because I like learning about people I look up to in life. What are some of the books you think the CCS curriculum should add? Well, we're working hard, at least in the, I know we're all working hard to add uh, diverse voices. It's I think we only really get to six, seven, maybe eight texts fully. Um, in any year, uh, if you don't, uh, I mean, full length texts or really studying a poet, it's hard to get to in depth. So it's hard to find space for as many voices as we want to add. I think sometimes like we teach um, a Native American novel 
in AP English. I wish we could have Native American voices in earlier in the curriculum. They're just hard to work in. And maybe in junior year, there are some that I, I don't know. Um, we just added a couple Asian American voices to the 10th grade curriculum. I, I want more of that. I, I want more LGBTQ plus voices. Those are harder to find um, in literature that we would teach in school, but they're there. Um, yeah, so there are lots of things I think we need to add. It's just a matter of finding the space. Yeah. Adding on to that, are there any like specific books in the CS- CCS curriculum that you find like specifically important? Well, I think they're all important. <laughs> um, yeah. You mean like diverse ones or? Just like ones that you think are like so important for the country day, like for a country day student to read. Well, I've always thought that The Hate You Give was an important mm-hmm. book for us to, to study. I've kind of gone to the mat to keep that one in the curriculum. Um, I think I think, I think think it makes us confront um, the kind of privilege that we don't always confront around here. Um, I'm not saying we don't confront our privilege, but yeah, I, no. like, I like that that does that. I remember reading it in 10th grade, and yeah. I definitely thought it was a really... I mean, I thought it was, like, really well handled, and my teacher was, like, very uh, enthusiastic about it and very passionate about it, which was nice. Yeah. Uh, What were some of your favorite books that you read in college? And this question specifically interests me because I'm going to college soon, so I want (sighs) to... Well, I really am a bookworm. I'm a little bit of a book geek. Like, I loved um, 19th century women authors. I loved... um, Elliot and Austin and I mean like I 17th century I mean I, I liked I liked books you may not want to pick up Charlotte but <laughs> I would encourage you to <laughs> um let's see um but I also took I remember taking a, a 20th century lit course literature course and really discovering the work of Isabella Allende um uh so that uh I thought that was also great, a, a great new novelist for me, at least, to discover. Okay. I think that's what it is. You know, like, she, you need to figure out who the authors are who are doing yeah. beautiful, wonderful things about your world mm-hmm. uh, when you get to college. I remember last year, Miss uh, Mr. O'Neill, he would always make us do, like, author biographies before we would read oh, it so that we had a background. That was really good for that is understanding. Very cool. You're listening to Buckworm with your host, Charlotte Stewart, a production of the podcast and journalism class with Kick at Charlotte Country Day School. So many of my friends have recently been picking up readings. Why do you think reading has become more popular recently among teenagers? Well, it's it's because we're making space for these authors that really are writing to you. I mean, when I was, I mean, the reason I was reading biographies of like, oh God, who were they like? So if I like saw them today, I would not pick them up. But they were just that were they were what they were like revolutionary war hero biography. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was reading that stuff because they're what that was like written to my level. And now they have everything under the sun for people for 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 in what in the YA field like the mm-hmm. the um, like Circe and Song of Achilles, two beautiful books that are totally engaging to young people. Um, but also, you know, bring in a little ancient mythology. Um, I just think you guys are are really blessed with 
um, the wide variety of choices yeah. you have. And I feel like we're also lucky with the sense of like social media because it's so easy to find books. Like on my For You page, I'll just get like so many TikToks that'll be like like book recommendations, which is like so nice. So it's really easy to find books you want. I'm a little afraid of uh, sinking into the TikTok hole, but I've heard that there are lots of good things there. That's one maybe I should explore. There's like book talks and people will review all the books. Yeah. It's really helpful. I bet it is. But I have a feeling I'd end up scrolling cute pet videos too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what my mom does. Is there any advice you would give to new readers on choosing a book? Um, or just how to get into reading yeah, in general? Well, I think I'd ask friends first. I like to, I find a friend, you know, like I often say to a friend, have you read this one yet? It's a friend I trust. And, and that, that's the way I get, like I write down, I have a huge list of books to read. And then next to them, I have the name of the person who recommended them. Many of them students. So yeah, bring me your book recs. Um, but also, I think don't give up on a book, you know, until you get like, maybe your book, maybe it's not right for you, but give it a chance. I was just reading a book that a friend had really recommended and I was like, this is so dull. And then I turned to the third chapter and I was like, oh, that's going to happen. And so give it a chance is all I've got to say if it comes recommended to you. You teach creative writing. Have you ever thought about writing or being an author yourself? <laughs> I definitely have. I mean, don't we all? I hope we all do. Um, I have written short stories. I've never written a novel, but I would love to. Maybe that's my next career. I don't see how people fit it in. I don't know. Maybe maybe when my kids are all off independent, maybe then I'll feel like I have more time. Yeah. If you were given the opportunity to write, what genre genre would you want to write about? You know, I love the short story form, as anyone who's taken my creative writing class, class knows, but it's also a super difficult form. It's really, um, it's really strict in that every word matters. Um, so I think I probably would want to go with the novel. I did the NaNoWriMo thing once, the national, um, I, I can't remember what it all stands for, but basically you write a novel in one month and every, and they give you like guidelines for what you should do on this day and this day and this day. And I tried to do that. I guess it was before I started working here, obviously. Um, I couldn't finish it. <laughs> a month wasn't long enough, but um, I, it was exciting. And I, ha I still have that idea, that novel idea. So percolating. Yeah. I mean, even if you don't get published, it's probably just good to even just write in your free time. Of course. And any writer will tell you that. The more you write, the more it'll come together. It could take a year or two's worth of daily writing. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, there it is, the novel. It bubbled up. Yeah, exactly. And then what has been your favorite message slash learning moment from a book? Mm, there's so many. Well, I'll just, I don't want to sit here all day and think because there's so many. It's just there's not a, I think... There isn't a novel I've picked up that I didn't learn from. I'll give you two examples because Eileen Wong, um, who goes by I.W. Gregorio in her books, she just came to speak, and I read her um, This Is My Brain in Love. And I said to her, wow, your male character is just so nice, and he's the one who had anxiety. I was like, isn't he almost, like, too nice? Did you want to make him perfect? Like, he's so empathetic. And she's like, 
Brooke, that's what happens when you have anxiety. You're always worried about what other people are thinking and you're, you're worried about their emotions because you're just worried about everything. And, and I just, oh, it just rang so true for me when I think about um, the people in my life who are really suffering with anxiety. Um, and it just gave me, um, well, it was just nice to have that deeper understanding, um, at least that one piece of it. It's a great novel. And then the other novel I think I've learned a lot from just in general is There, There, and about um, how about being Native American and being disregarded and being judged um, for things that were beyond your control, um, just like systemically, like that generational trauma. And my AP English students will learn that lesson too soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is all the questions I have, but is there any like final closing thoughts you would like to end on? End on? I just think, you know, always keep a good book by your bed. Whether you crack it or not, the time you need it, it'll be there. Find a, you know, just keep one nearby. Um, they're a nice refuge. Um, and, yeah, they're a great learning opportunity to learn more about people. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I always keep a book next to my bed. And sometimes I don't have as much time to read in the school year. But if it's over, like, the weekend and I'm just sitting on my phone and I'm, like, tired of it, I'll just throw it away and then not throw it away but I will just pick up the book and get lost in that for a couple hours or something it's a good thing to do book of poetry too you know like book of poetry you could just read a poem or two yeah flip through to another section read another poem find a poet you love I could recommend a few <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've been trying to get into poetry but it's a little harder for me but it, there's just so many good mes messages from poetry and sometimes I feel like students got lost in the um like the school curriculum of poetry where you would have to analyze it and then you're kind of like traumatized by it for a little bit but that's a really good point charlotte yeah yeah, yeah the, that we we need to it's hard to do we need to find a way to teach poetry and keep the joy in it it's just so complex that like every it's like a short story where every small detail matters mm -hmm. so if you miss it then you miss the whole poem yeah, I guess, though, when I'm talking about keeping a book of poetry by your bed, yeah, it's about the joy of, like, oh, yeah. this, the vibe, you know, how it made you mm -hmm. feel. And and if it saw you, if you could see yourself in the poem, then that's all it takes. You know, I just, um, just, just a, some solace. It's a little form of solace on the printed page. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Miss Linney. And thank you, Charlotte. This was fun. Thanks for listening to Buckworm. Special thanks to Miss Linning. This is a production of Charlotte Country Day School's podcasting class with Kick. Hope I didn't leave you with any cliffhangers. Hey guys, I'm here with Downport Hatcher. Um, how do you think the school could make summer reading more enticing? I think the school could make reading more enticing by offering um, a variety of different books you can choose from in your English classes instead of having to stick to the same books or offer a different array of books in the library and have people more well-known about it. If they let students just choose whatever book they wanted within reason, 